Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Welcome back to a new episode. I hope you had a great weekend. We are primed for like 60 degree weather here in Michigan all week. I am so excited for that. Again, I am trying to proactively store vitamin D, although I know that's not how it works at all, but it has been just stunning around here. And so that's been a nice little reprieve for us before Mother Nature kind of takes out her winter vengeance on us over the next few months. But I want to start today with an Instagram video. I had posted it probably the broadside of about two months ago to my stories, and I did not bookmark it. And so if you're with me on Instagram and you come across this video, please send it my way. But there's a gentleman, he's probably in his 50s or 60s, and he's in the gym, and he's doing a leg press machine, and a man walks up to him kind of interview style and says, sir, can you tell me what gets you out of bed every day? How do you stay motivated enough to be engaged? And the guy said, that's a dumb question. He says, I am not motivated. I do what's right. It is important for my wellness that I am here handling my business. It is for my family that I am here at the gym handling my business. I don't ask those questions anymore. I don't ask, am I motivated? I get up and I do the right thing. And my heart just kind of swelled with excitement for this man because not only does he change his life, he invites his entire family into living a posture of it's not about being comfortable. It's not about doing the easy thing. It's not about doing the convenient thing. It's not about doing what feels good. It's about doing the right thing. And so he said, I stopped asking that question. That's immaturity. Life's not about doing what I like. Now, is there a place for enjoying life? Absolutely. But life's not about doing what I like. It's about doing the right thing. And often we talk about needing some sort of like special grit to endure discomfort. So this guy has a certain temperament. He's able to do it, but I could never do it in my life. This person accomplishes something really profound and they can do it and I can't. What we really need is an attitude adjustment because life is filled with discomfort. Life is filled with pain. And if we take so much time and effort to avoid it, are we even living? I think that's an important question that we have to ask. We need to address the way that we talk to ourselves when stuff's uncomfortable. So I celebrated with you guys last week that I was going into my final piece of dental work and it was so uncomfortable. One of the biggest pieces is you have to have a big mouth guard in while they're working on some of the final dental work, and I have a degraded jaw, and so keeping my jaw locked in place is so, so scary for me because I'm certain that it's going to lock up. Now, we could talk about the rational or irrational piece of that fear because it hasn't happened yet, but the reality is as I'm sitting there with this bite guard in my mouth, I am having to talk myself through, just breathe, Steph, you're okay, just breathe, you're okay. And what I kept wrestling through, what I kept saying to myself is, this is for your good. You're okay. This is for your good. You're okay. This is for your good. Self-talk matters so much. When I can say to myself, Steph, do this. It's for your good. I'm going to get significantly different outcomes than when I start in my brain saying things like, well, I don't want to, or this isn't fun, or this is too hard. What if it's for your good? What if enduring the grind right now literally changes the trajectory of your options going forward? What if fixing what's broken down right now 
is going to remediate not only the damage, but open up a world of opportunity as you move forward. What if it is for your good? We have to wrestle that out. Why do we not show up for ourselves in things that we know are for our good? So we have to be asking ourselves that. When we're enduring something that's tough, we've got to be asking, what about this is for my good? Let's say you're in a tough relational dynamic. What if there's people that you're spending time with and it's a little tough right now and there's conflict, but you're showing up in it and you're trying to sort through it and you want to run for the hills because it's uncomfortable, but staying in the grind, what if that's for your good? What if that's for the good of this other human? What if that's for the relationship good? Let's say you're working at a job that just doesn't light you up, but it gets you to the next stage. It helps you save for that house. It helps you take vacations. It helps you live out purpose and meaning somewhere else. And instead of saying, I don't want to, this isn't fun, it's too hard. What if showing up every day is for your good? What if putting your nose to the grindstone right now opens up things going forward? I'm really hoping that over this next year, I'm invited into a new academic endeavor and it's going to be tough. It's going to demand a lot of me but it will certainly have a payoff and be for my good if I'm willing to endure the discomfort of four years of sacrifice, four years of cultivation, four years of being under pressure because it will have a payoff that tends to be how it works. What if it's about being disciplined with physical goals for a season? There is a cost, there will be discomfort, but what if it is for your good? Engaging emotional wellness can be so painful. I do encourage you to check out today's YouTube video. Again, you can follow me at West in Progress, all one word. We talk about if you're in therapy and it's not painful, there's a good chance you're not engaging all that authentically. You're not actually engaging for change because therapy is painful. Engaging emotional wellness will contribute to pain. That's how it works. These steps matter so much. Stepping into discomfort will be the launching point for change. And if you live a life, well, well, I don't want to, this isn't fun, it's too hard, plan on staying stagnant. That is a you issue, that is your internal dialogue that is working against you because you're not asking the question, what if this is for my good? Accepting that things might be painful, but for our good is an imperative launching point for change. So we have to stop with the idea of, well, I'll do it when I feel like it. My friend, wake up, you're never going to feel like it. Embracing pain is difficult. Or we'll say things like, well, I'll do it next season. I'll do it when I'm stronger. I'll do it when it's more convenient. That doesn't happen. You choose to do it now when it's inconvenient or you're not going to choose to do it because it's never going to be convenient. Pain is not convenient. Discomfort is not convenient. So if that's what you're waiting for, grow up. And I say that with love and I say that with kindness. And I say that because people who are on the other end of this fear of pain, fear of discomfort, they are living lives unparalleled because they're asking the question, what if this is for my good? Our self-talk can change and propel us into new, more refined versions of ourselves by doing the things that are for our good. Your comfort is not the most important thing. My comfort is not the most important thing. That's immature thinking. It's selfish thinking. And that's the type of thinking that leaves us in a spin cycle questioning what life's about. Life's about uncovering your gifts, your talents, your offerings, and giving them in an open-handed posture to the world. We cannot do that if staying comfortable is our main priority. And I want to ask you, what happens if you never tap into what you get to offer us? What if we, unfortunately, live out a life where your gifts and your talents are not only undiscovered, but they're unoffered, and your visions and, and your potential dies with you? 
Oh, friends, I lament that. What a terrible idea that what you can give us goes to the grave with you because you didn't navigate discomfort. You didn't understand that pain as part of living. Now, I do want to say there is a giant caveat because I, when I say things like, what if this is for my good? I want to have deep reverence for those who have horrific things happen to them that are not for their good. Things like abuse, things like neglect, things like terrible unfoldings where they have been victimized. I am not on the other side of this speaker saying that's for your good. I would never say that. I sit with clients week after week and I am brought to my knees with horrific tales of what people have endured. And I would never say that that is for their good. What I would say though is there's a choice point. Will they use it for good? Not that this and this trial, whatever it is, is it's for their benefit, but will they use it for good? Because that's always a choice. It is always a choice to use our hard for the good of others, for the good of people we love. I had a client last week and she brought me to my knees with some of the stuff she's endured. And I know on the other side of this, as we make sense of our story, she will take that and repackage it and it will be a gift that she brings to the world around her. I know that this will be true because the other choice is to shut down. The other choice is to say, nope, it's too painful. I can't go there. The other choice is to rescind any type of offer of your gifts to the world around you. And that is such a tragedy. I was in a church last week and the pastor said something that just, it felt not only comforting, but it just took hold of my heart and squeezed it. He said, the reality is there will be some tears that only God can wipe away. There will be some stories where I sit with clients and I will not have words of comfort because there's no way to console some of the tragedies that they've endured. I do have the gift where I can sit with them in it and I can promise them they will not have to walk through that pain alone. But those types of narratives insist that we have reverence for the pain that we can be asked to endure. When those narratives happen, those are not necessarily for our good. That's not what I'm proposing. They are painful. They can decimate us. But even if we can't say that's for our good, we can use it for good. Those are the two pieces I want to be sure that we parcel through. That's my encouragement today. Coach yourself through the pain. We don't invite in unnecessary pain. We don't make things harder on ourselves than we need them to be. But we definitely have to start to wrestle through. We grow in the fire. We are refined under pressure. That's how it works. We grow through discomfort. We're not supposed to walk through it alone. And that's why when my clients come to me with these these terrible tales of what they've endured, I can sit with them in it and we can build community and we can build trust between us because you're not supposed to endure things alone. If you are in a season of pain, perhaps that is an invitation to bring in a helper. I want to encourage you, my friends. Mental health resources are there for you if you need them. Church communities should be there for you if you need them. Mentors should be there for you if you need them, but you will have to ask. You will have to put yourself out there and say, ooh, this is too much and I can't do this alone. I'm going to need some support here. We will grow through pain. We will grow through discomfort, but you don't have to do it the hard-headed way. You don't have to do it alone. You can persevere through a lot of it by asking yourself, is this for my good and can I use this for good? As we wrap up here, my gym sends out a consistent bulletin each week on what we're doing. And as they put out this week's bulletin, it ended with this saying, wishing for life to be easier doesn't change anything, but upgrading yourself mentally and spiritually to handle the challenges sure does. My friends, we have to ask the question, is this for my good? Is this discipline? The root of discipline is to teach. That's what the definition is. Is this discipline? Is this teaching that I'm doing in my life? Is this overhaul that I'm working on? Is this for my good? 
And if you're in a season of profound pain, we can also ask, how can I use this for good? Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.